0: Support for 100 Watts in a Wire is brought to you by 100Wattsandawire.com. To subscribe to the show, simply click the RSS feed. While you're there, apply for your free 100 Watts ID and learn how you can help make 100 Watts in a Wire listener-supported. Click the Donate page and pick the option that works best for you. We've got a traveling toolkit, 100 Watts in a Wire gear, and more. That's 100Wattsandawire.com. And ICOM. Create your own band opening. ICOM's newest SDR transceiver, the IC9700, is coming soon. Visit icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information. And LDG. LDG automatic tuners are built with industrial quality components for safety, durability, and long life. LDG microprocessors run state-of-the-art matching firmware to find a match in seconds. For more information, visit LDGElectronics.com.
1: And now, from Grid Square Echo Mike 48, this is 100 Watts and a Wire. Well, hello again, brothers and sisters of the family. It's Christian, Kilo
0: Zero, Sierra Tango Hotel outside. And the weather here in Missouri, though you can't trust it until you get through March is told to be changing. We're supposed to be heading down to warmer, well, up to warmer temperatures later in the week. When I say warmer, I mean uh, possible 60, 61 to 64. We'll see. That's kind of the mentality, isn't it? Through March. We'll see. We're getting a little closer to the end of the month, and uh, I'm recording on St. Patrick's Day. So happy St. Patrick's Day to all. Well, the last uh, few days, we've had some interesting weather. Warm temperatures, but really high winds. And uh, we're just out here taking a walk, looking up. In the morning, I find that I can see things really well uh, as the sun kind of peaks up in the east and uh, just kisses the top of the antennas. And uh, I got to tell you, and I've said it before, and I really, really, truly mean this, Put some weight on the end of your lines and let them go up and down. Don't tie off so hard to trees. And maybe in 50 to 60 mile an hour winds like we had at the end of the week, maybe you'll be okay. And what I find here is things aren't snapped, which is great, but I do need to adjust the lines, which is so much better than having to uh, rehang an antenna to come out and solder it and fix it I've had so many snap lines uh, during my career in HF radio. It's funny to say career, isn't it? My ham radio career. Hmm. All right. Uh, But we're out here. It's a sunny day. We've got a pilot somewhere up in the sky doing some something, the maneuvers. We're not so far from uh, Boeing. And every now and again, they'll take out those those fighter planes man the ones that's not what i'm hearing that's a commercial one yesterday a guy came flying over here real low i think you can only get up maybe about 400 feet in these things i don't know all the uh regulations for flying and whatnot but man he seemed low and he uh dipped the wing and, and made a turn back around you know over the woods i thought oh geez not today Anyway, back to these antennas uh, with all the wind. I am uh, blessed to have these really old oak trees. I mean, who knows? 200 years old? They're big. They do move. The branches will move a little bit, but they don't move as much as other trees. And I've spent a lot of time trying to figure out the best limbs to be over. So I don't have as much movement, but it moves. It does move. And when you put a little weight on the end of your dipoles and allow them to go up and down at the ends, and not like a guitar string, I've said this last week, but you know, this is the season, you're going to hear this, and uh, this is the intersection of life and amateur radio, Uh, which means, look, spring, and it's the season for uh, lightning and unplugging and high winds and tornadoes and what have you, man, so... This is how it goes, Uh, but today we're in pretty good shape, we're adjusting some of the ends that have uh, moved a little bit, but I I was worried, I have to say, when they talk about 50 to 60 mile an hour winds, you're screwed, I mean, you, you know, that's at least the mentality, something usually falls down across something when you do business in the woods. But I hope everybody's doing okay, and I'm looking around, I think I'm all right, guys. I think I'll do a little adjusting. I've got coffee in one hand, and you in the other. And I'm out here with my little dog, too. And she just thinks she is a badass. She will go after anything. I can't wait one day to see the skid when uh, whatever she goes to chase doesn't move. But uh, that's when I pull out a big knife and then kill the beast. But anyway, that's a whole different thing. Uh, As we walk out further to 160, yeah, we're doing all right. We're doing okay. Happy to report. Good reports here. Back to you. But I hope you fare the same as uh, wacky storms start to uh, make their way across the country and spring uh, makes its way in. I don't have any green on today. I'm a little tactical, and I've got a fleece on and a coffee, and that's pretty much, you know, where we're going. Yesterday was an interesting day. Let me talk to you a little bit about how things went for me yesterday. And I posted on social media that some days you make zero contacts, and that's okay. It ain't right, but it's okay. And I think a lot of the responses were very positive. Um, but a couple, I, I believe maybe I misled them a little bit. I did set up a portable operation. Uh, right out in the yard. I went to the old wooden shed to the edge of the woods. Opened it up, swept it out, set up an antenna, set up the uh, radio. I had my girls out there and we are just doing, we are just doing. We are just living. It was a uh, weekend. Opened up the playhouse, uncovered things, you know, start to, you know. I think we're, uh, I don't even want to say it. I think we're out of the woods in terms of a, a major storm. So we're uncovering some things. We've got some seeds in the ground, nothing heavy. They're in the ground in the greenhouse. But it was kind of like that, man. It was nice enough to get out and do something, and we did. So I had a antenna and a radio all set up, uh, turned the radio on, and didn't even, uh, didn't even make a contact. So it wasn't for you know, conditions or anything strange or weird or just being unlucky. I, I never cracked the microphone. You got to play to win. That's what they used to say in Maryland with the lottery. You got to play to win. But um, did mostly listening. All right, there was uh, some other things going on. We're going to have Neil back this week to talk to us a little bit about uh, the next generation of amateur radio operators and uh, how to get them in and maybe some tricks or tips not to trick them but to uh, to approach this hobby with them in a different way. I've always felt giving a 6, 7, or 8 or even 9-year-old not to underestimate their capabilities and their smarts. But uh, dropping another test on young people eh? I wouldn't dig it, and I would be like, oh, I, I need that. And then people were like, well, you want to drive a car, don't you? you got to take a test to drive a car. Yeah, it's a little different. <clears throat> a little different. Ohm's Law is a little different from, you know, big block engines. I don't know. Point being, shut it. I'm trying to record. You need to shut your mouth. Really? Let me go up in this pine tree. You you talk to me like that. For real? Uh, uh, What? My mother. I don't know. I I don't know. I just having fun, though. A lot of activity because the weather's breaking. And I saw that there's... Up north of here, there was some snow. I'm sorry. That's just one of those things where you get a little bit of hope and it's like, uh, not so fast. So, um... Yeah, Neil will come back this week and we're doing this special op segment and the feedback has been good from it. Um, Because again, I can't explore every facet of this hobby. I'm still trying to learn the ones that I'm into. And um, I'm curious about a lot of things, but I can't deliver that to you each week. Neil comes back this week. He's going to give us another tip on how to get some young people interested uh, by approaching it in a uh, different way some small things that we can do and we'll hear from wb9 vpg here in just a little bit let me take a break we'll come back and i'll warm my hand up take a drink of coffee check on the firewood and uh, we'll be back in just a minute
1: little pistols and big guns this is 100 watts and a wire ICOM's newest SDR transceiver, the IC9700,
0: is coming soon. This new radio is bringing direct sampling to the UHF-VHF weak signal world. The IC9700 all-mode transceiver is loaded with innovative features such as dedicated amateur satellite operation, a color touchscreen, D Star capability, RF direct sampling on 2-meter and 70-centimeter bands, dual independent receivers capable of full duplex operation as well as dual watch and 100 watts max output power on two meters 75 watts on 70 centimeters and 10 watts max on 1.2 gigahertz visit icomamerica.com amateur for more information on all icom radios this is paul brown wd9
2: gco of amateur radio newsline I'm also member number 141. You're listening to 100 Watts and a Wire with Christian Kutnick, K0STH.
0: LDG Electronics provides state-of-the-art antenna tuners for every amateur need. From QRP to QRO, fixed stations, portable and remote, an LDG tuner will match your radio to your antenna using our lightning-fast proprietary tuning algorithms. LDG is a family owned and operated company dedicated to bringing innovative quality products to the amateur market. All LDG products carry a full two year warranty that is fully transferable when you sell it, with no paperwork required. Support is only a phone call or email away. We're always here to help you. Visit us on the web at LDGElectronics.com. Now, come on, boys. Where's your spirit? I don't hear no singing.
1: Back to Net Control with Christian, K0STH.
0: Well, the ARRL and the FCC are interested in getting some information from us. They want to, you know, get, get some feedback on a proposal. It's called the Tyro License Proposal. And this is the way we should be with our politics. Because, frankly, this is sort of a politics of amateur radio. They have open comment... On RM-11829, this is the Tyro License Proposal. It will require a minimal online exam and mentoring by technicians or higher class. And it would be like a novice or a beginner. They would have some operating privileges on 99 channels on 70 centimeters. Called the Tyro Subband You need to be 11 years old or older to participate. Um, The people who are putting this proposal forward believe it will help with FEMA and CERT programs. It will also give us some research and help grow the hobby. We have 30 days to comment, so if you're curious to add your voice to this, go to ARRL.org, and then you can uh, look for this TYRO license proposal and open comment forum, so check on that. Uh, We'll get to Neil in just a bit here. We'll talk a little bit more about that. Set up for portable operations, really for the first real time. I did one a a couple of weeks ago when the weather was actually warmer than this. Uh, Yesterday I put up the high mast and I I had to do a little bit of work. The setup was um, a lot of work. My body's like, dude, dude. How about stretching? This is my body talking. How about some stretching? And I think that bird is following me. Did I, What did I say? Did I say something earlier that... I don't get it. I don't understand what the problem is here. Territorial, is it? I'm just telling other birds that bald guy and a little dog is walking through. I set up at the old wooden shed, and I got, I've got a couple of fixed opportunities here. Uh, the way I put up my mass, I can put up a larger mass, about 40 feet... And my antenna will sing at that height. And this is really a um, wire antenna that can serve 20 and 40 meters. It's cut to those bands. And I modeled it after a, um, a uh, Radio Waves Pathfinder, which could have been modeled after something you know they did at MIT. I don't know the origin of the antenna. I just know that it's very lightweight. I've used 16 gauge wire it's, it's light, it can go in my glove box and I can make contacts with it um and I'm trying to figure out what the ballon is I think it's one to it's, I don't know, it's not one to one it's one to sixteen or something else Emmett made it for me a couple of years ago and I've I've kept the ballon and I remade the antenna with a different wire and that sort of deal um But the mass went up okay. The antenna went up okay. Um, And, you know, there was a a couple of little issues. I needed to uh, fix a little connector at the end of the wire that went into the ballon. Not a big deal. I just didn't have what I needed. And I look at these as opportunities. Even though I didn't make any contacts, which is kind of a bummer because there was a West Virginia CUSO party going on, a Virginia CUSO party. Maybe even Tennessee, I think I heard. And um, I didn't make any contacts, which is a bit of a bummer, but every time you go and set up... I need to find the sun here. It's a little cold this morning. Every time you set up, you learn something. You know, it's an opportunity. I actually condensed some cases. I don't know. I'm, I'm running around here like, you know, I've got a couple of cases. One with wheels, two that don't have wheels. One is, you know, my radio. Like, I'm looking at it thinking, you could really condense this down. You know, you've got a big box with wheels. Why don't we do something more with that one? And uh, so that's what I did. I spent a lot of time between playing with the kids and hanging out and chasing the dog and cleaning up the shed and listening to the radio, thinking about how I can condense, make this more efficient. What else do I need? Do I need to add some tools? I think that's an important Part of this, I didn't have what I needed. Luckily, I was close enough to the house. I didn't have, you know, wire strippers. I didn't have the uh, termination uh, bit that I needed at the end. I may have my terminology backwards. Somebody will write to me and give me grief. But um, there were things that I needed out there in the field that I didn't have. And if I'd have been a hundred miles away, chances are I'd have just been screwed. I didn't have what I needed, or you know, I could have. Fashioned something up I probably could have figured it out I probably could have stripped the wire with my knife you know and wrapped it uh, to get it the connection I needed but you know I needed some tools and it's just every time you go out there you need to think things through and every time you set up as an opportunity to uh, refine your game at least that's my approach so the fact that I didn't make contacts wasn't a big deal for me All right, I think it's probably time for us to take a quick little break. Walking, it is cold, but it's beautiful. And uh, look at this, look at this, this little five pound dog. Wait, hey, hey, wait. She listens really well. Most of the time, she's only two, so she's kind of becoming the dog that she's gonna become. We're gonna take a break here, we'll come back here from Neil, and we'll wrap things up uh, on this cold Missouri Uh, St. Patrick's Day. It's beautiful. It's just early and cold. Birds, listen. Spring is coming. The flowers are popping. Oh, and daddy's got a cramp. Oh, damn.
1: This is 100 watts and a wire. The new
0: MFJ2100 is here. It's the Octopus Antenna Hub. It can turn your hamsticks into four fully balanced dipoles in minutes. You can mix and match any four HF, VHF, and UHF bands simply screw in say 80 40 20 meter hamsticks and a dual 2 meter 440 whip on opposite sides now you have an automatic band switching 5 band dipole it works at any height low for local nvis and high for dx and say at a fixed height 20 or 30 feet use 80 meters for nvis and 20 meters for low angle dx it mounts on any mast up to one inch in diameter You can use a fiberglass pole and a tripod, and you're on the air. It's perfect for casual, portable operation, or if you have limited space, HOAs. You can take it to field day or camping. It has a single coax feed with a built-in ballon. And what's more, your hamsticks break down to four feet for easy storage. Visit mfjenterprises.com for more information about the Octopus Antenna Base, the MFJ 2100. That's MFJEnterprises.com. And Max Gain Systems, your source for fiberglass tube and rod, the perfect material for push-up mast, antenna building, and support projects. RF connectors and adapters, highest quality at lowest prices. Visit them online at
1: MGS4U.com. That's Mike, Golf, Sugar, the number four, the
2: U.com.
1: From wireless to Wi Fi, this is 100
2: Watts and a Wire. Oh, hi there. It's me again, Neil, WB9VPG from Ham Talk Live, and the next gen contesters editor for the National Contest Journal. Last month on this segment, we talked about how to get young people interested in ham radio, that getting them on the radio and getting them active is probably the first thing that needs to happen rather than starting off studying for yet another test. So this week I have some ideas of how to get young people talking on the radio. One of the things that you'll find with a lot of young people is they're kind of mic shy. They, They don't like to start up conversations with just some stranger on the other end of a radio wave or anywhere for that matter. So One of the things that you can do is script out a conversation. And this is why I like contesting for young people. Um, If you put together a script of what the exchange is and what to say, and then they move on to the next contact, it really provides them a way to get used to being on the radio, and it starts them out. And then as they start to master that, just an RST and, and a location, after a while they get good at that and they start to ad lib a little bit and they start to talk a little bit and they start to you know talk about those things that we always talk about as hams the weather the garden and our ailments well maybe just the weather for young people they don't talk a whole lot about ailments and and their gardens but that seems to be some typical ham things. And maybe you need some typical ham things if you want to try to rag chew. So several years ago, I received a list on the School Club Roundup email thread from Matt, N8MS, who now teaches the advanced edition of the Teachers Institute for ARRL. And he had some questions to ask that were already written down. So that way Students or young people could be prepared for some questions and some things to talk about. So, of course, there's the typical ham speak. What's your weather like today? What does your ham radio station look like? Where are you? Uh, But then maybe get into how did you get started in ham radio? How long have you been a ham? What's your area like? What's your city like? Are there mountains? Are there beaches? Do you have a favorite? sports team? Are there a lot of kids there? Did you make your own antenna? And if they're talking to another school, maybe talk about what their favorite subject is or what kind of music you enjoy or do you have a license and are you going to get one? Uh, what's your school mascot? Um, things like that that you know involve them that they're going to know the answers or maybe you talk about, you know, a favorite class, where you are in the state, uh, how many members you have in your club, because those are things that are going to be asked pretty regularly. And so you want to have an idea of those answers so that you can respond to those without a big delay. And, uh, Sometimes that runs people off. So uh, that's a great idea is to have a script or some questions and maybe some answers to some commonly asked questions ready to go before getting the kids on the air so that they know what to expect. For 100 Watts and a Wire, I'm Neil, WB9VPG. All right. An interesting perspective there
0: on how to get kids interested, little things you can do pathways you can take to not inundate them with another test. I think that's wise. Um, I believe exposure. Just like, uh, you know, when I was seven and eight years old, Dad was into the CB radios. He had an antenna on the roof. The lights would flicker. And uh, it was something that my dad loved. And I love my dad. So I, I was happy to spend time interested in what he was interested in. He was way above me in terms of electrical knowledge and and that sort of mechanical skill set. Uh, certainly at eight, but always through, you know, his whole life. I'm still, I'll never catch up. But um, the exposure, the things that he loved, and being around him. And, uh, man, I remember going in the car with him. Actually, it was a van to find uh, a missing little girl from our area. And we went around the zoo grounds and the communication that was coming across the radio. At the time, it was Citizen Band. Again, I don't look down at um, CB radio folk. Uh, my father was one. I guess technically I would come out of that. And there have been a lot of great amateur radio hams that have come out of uh, CB radio. So, you know, think twice before you go bashing a CB radio person. Not for my good. But the, a lot of the people you know, they may not cop to it. But they dabbled in CD, CB and still do. That's not a big deal, man. For me, radio is radio. And... Um, i'll keep it there but uh anyway just the exposure to the setup just like with my children if they see it great it's like jazz you know if you expose someone to jazz at least they've heard ellington if they don't they don't dig it then that's cool but at least they got a chance so that's more my approach there so thank you uh, for providing that to us neil all right i'm gonna put the wraps on it for there i think we'll uh I'm thinking of setting up again, but I've got some tree work i got to do. I've got some... uh, The wind. I mentioned the wind earlier. It usually brings down the dead wood. And nature just has its way. Don't you just love our open spaces? We have to protect our open spaces. It's not even political. I think everybody I talk to on both sides of everything, we really do uh, need to protect our open spaces. We appreciate it as a whole. Man, the national parks, not the... uh, uh, as a whole the national park system as a whole was probably really America's best idea we have to make sure we protect that stuff but nature just has a way of doing what she needs to do whether it's bringing these tree branches down and she always does the wind brings the dead wood down and it's you know you got to be careful it's not really safe but the next day when the winds calm, uh, you've got some cleanup to do it's a commitment living out in the woods isn't it All right, you city folk, we're going to be bringing you out here. If we listen closely, we'll hear the train. I'm not too far from Alton, and Alton, Illinois used to be bigger than the city of St. Louis. And the train runs across the river, and it's another part of uh, living here that I really love. I love hearing the trains uh, go from, you know, either back from St. Louis over to Alton. It just didn't go one way. It'll take you all the way up to Chicago and all the great cities in between, Traverse City, all these places. All right, now I'm rambling. I'm talking about history. I need to get in here and warm my hands up and get some more coffee. Take care of yourselves and take care of each other, and if you can, by all means,
1: please try and stay above the noise. To join the 100 Watts in a Wire community, visit 100wattsandawire.com.